Welcome to Split, the After Ever After podcast. We're here along with other experts and real people with real stories to help you navigate life after separation. Whether you're newly separated or divorced and co-parenting, listen now for tips and advice on how to build a foundation for a more peaceful future. Christmas is a time when families come together to celebrate, enjoy each other's company, and create lasting memories, which is why it can be a very difficult time for parents who are separated or divorced. For those who are eager to keep long-standing traditions in place, conversations about new arrangements can be fraught with emotion, turning holiday cheer into holiday conflict. So is it even possible to have a happy Christmas after separation? We think so. This week, Jen and I cover different time-sharing schedules that actually work, share tips on how to be a good co-parent during the holiday season, and answer questions from you, our listeners. Listen in now to ensure you're taking the proper steps that will lead you towards a truly Merry Christmas. Hey guys, and welcome back to Split. Hello. This week, we are talking about the holidays as they are quickly coming up. It may not feel much like Christmas is around the corner with COVID and all the restrictions that we're currently facing. However, it is right around the corner. And a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today can uh, be applied to holiday time sharing in general Mm -hmm. as as a co-parenter, as you're going through the initial stages of separation. So to begin... Let's say this is your very first Christmas or holiday that you're experiencing as now a single parent or right in the middle of your separation because the holidays can be nutso for anyone in any mm-hmm. situation, but certainly, you know, it can be, there can be a real sting if this is in your first holiday solo, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I always, I have a lot of empathy around this time of year because I always think, you know, in the past year, all of my mediation classes is now their first Christmas right. solo, right? Yeah. So yeah, Christmas is usually a nostalgic time, lots of families getting involved, time with memories. So mm-hmm. typically, you know, we have lots of good memories around this time, yeah. um, even if the marriage didn't make it. So it's a time when is, yeah, it can be pretty emotional for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think one of the big things is kind of just like get ahead of it and try yeah. to make a plan, right? Mm-hmm. Not have it right to the last minute. Um, I do have couples even coming to mediation or if they're already in mediation, we kind of have a discussion just around Christmas. Like how are we going to make Christmas work this year and what's that going to look like? Mm -hmm. And really ultimately it's got to be about the kids, right? What's, what's going to be best for them and how they're going to see both parents. And, and I think talking to them, of course, age appropriate depending, but kids always surprise me with, what their concern is right Mm -hmm. like what i don't know some kids might be wondering like can if they're really little like is santa gonna find my new house yeah Yeah, right both houses can Um, i bring my toys from dad's house to mom's house yeah Yeah. they're not sure right or or just that unknown it's like are we even gonna have christmas this year like they might not know right Mm -hmm. so kind of telling assuring them that it's still gonna be fun and we're still going to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but asking them like, what are you, what are you worried about? And yeah. 
and then validating that. Um, I think it's also a good time to talk to family, that extended family, and kind of get their support that you want to try to move peacefully through this. Because yeah. typically, I think a lot of family, you know, they're choosing sides and yeah. if it's a fresh separation. Everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's got an opinion. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this year's COVID, there's probably, it really gives people a break because yeah. a lot of those family gatherings just aren't going to be happening. Mm -hmm. um, but I know sometimes parents may decide that, okay, we're doing the co-parenting and we're actually going to attend again this year, this isn't happening, but you know, we're going to go to the parade together or we're mm -hmm. going to, you know, have this Christmas morning together and grandma's there and grandma might be thinking, this is a crazy idea. Why is this person here? Yes, yeah. Right. So that discussion, um, you don't want the sideways glances and having it awkward mm -hmm. that, you know, Hey, we're doing this for our kids. We want your support. Um, to be supportive and friendly and kind. And yeah, yeah, exactly. On the flip side, I, I think, you know, the holidays can be a really stressful time. Mm -hmm. There's more financial strain and lots going on. You're dealing with, you know, both sides of the family. So if it was typically a time that was really hard when you were together, mm -hmm. I mean, for me personally, I felt, you know, I obviously felt some sadness the first Christmas alone, but like, it was also kind of freeing. Like I yeah. could run the show the way I wanted to do it when our daughter yeah. was with me and didn't really have anyone to tell me otherwise. So yeah. that was kind of, that was nice. Yeah, that's true too. There can be a lot of a, a lot of tension, right? People are home and with each other. So yeah, that's true too. And and that's important. I think that it's going to be different, but mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be bad. Exactly. And you can, yeah, you can start new traditions or going to be different traditions. I'm really, really big on tradition. Mm -hmm. um, and you can figure out whatever that you want that tradition to be, right? Yeah. It can be a drive to go see Christmas lights or some very simple, like going over hot chocolate and just a very, very simple thing. But yeah. you're going to now do that every year. So you can create new traditions. Exactly. So speaking about that mm -hmm. and how, you know, when you're thinking about making plans, a lot of people have asked what type of parenting plan or scheduling plan would you advise and two options, right? So let's talk about different ways that you can share time so that everyone's happy. Yeah. Or at least yeah. <laughs> everyone's fighting. Sorry. Everyone's reasonably happy. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's what I usually say is everyone yeah. needs to be reasonably happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really passionate about holiday time because I think a lot of people don't spend enough time really talking it out yeah. and figuring out like what works best. And the default is just almost everyone of my clients, they'll just say, they, they think they're being amicable. They are like, mm -hmm. they have good intentions. They'll say, we'll just split it in half. Like one year he gets Christmas, the next year I do. Mm -hmm. Um, and my thing about like, sometimes it has to happen with holidays, but that's actually like the least preferable choice because for everyone, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the kids, they miss out with one parent. I, I can't imagine going a whole Christmas without having my daughter around like that. Yeah. That would just be a hard no. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you're always 50% of the time you're mm -hmm. missing out. Right. Yeah. And so I think we, it does take some time because we kind of need to look at the big picture. So one of the things is, okay, what's happening. And again, this year's different, but typically without COVID mm -hmm. what extended family gatherings are happening. Right. right. So most families will have like my family, um, my ex has a family dinner and my side of the family has a family dinner. They're both on completely different times. Mm -hmm. So look at, what that is. So it doesn't make sense to say, okay, we're going to alternate Christmas 
but only then only 50% of the time, you know, they get to go to this extended family gathering right. when you could alter it. So they could be there every year. Yeah. So there might be some years that, you know, if it's every other year, then there two years goes by without seeing some of this family. Yeah, right? exactly. And most of the time when you're together, I mean, you are splitting both sides either. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people will do, you know, with the husband's side Christmas Eve and then the yeah. wife's side Christmas Day. Like it is typically split that way yeah. to begin with that you can include everyone for the whole holiday. Yeah, you can include them all for sure. So I think, so there's a couple ways. First, like the best way, but I know it's not ideal for everyone would be to be together. So mm -hmm. when we talk about Christmas, um, that's probably the most common one that people just make it work because they don't want to miss out on Christmas morning like right. with the kids. Um, again, I get that's not going to work with everyone. And especially when we have like new partners or living at the house, like then that gets confusing. Some people who are listening in their car may have just. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't. Right. Yeah. But that would kind of be our first place is like, mm -hmm. can we share it? Can yeah. we somehow do this together? Um, and certainly don't do it together if it's going to be conflict and awkward and yeah. Yeah. But if you can, um, and then the next would be to split up that same holiday. So not split it by every other year, but like you were talking about, you know, can, so Christmas usually is like Christmas Eve, Christmas day, boxing day. Yeah. Um, it's really common for some people to have, you know, they go to church on Christmas Eve and they have a big dinner. So maybe that's when the family gathering is. So a common agreement I'll do is like every year, let's say dad is going to do Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. um, might even, so might bring the kids back Christmas Eve night, might wake up with them and then bring them right to mom's house. Like right. that can be split up somehow. And then they go back with dad Christmas day night, mm -hmm. like something like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So they're each, and then you really get to make your own tradition. So whoever has Christmas Eve, it's always their Christmas Eve. They do presents. Santa comes. They watch a movie. Family. Like, it can be an amazing time. Yeah. Um, and then they have that every year. So you're not having that. I mean, it's kind of heartbreaking, right, to do the every other year thing. And yeah. Then it's, and then it breaks up that tradition. Yeah. So that would be splitting it up. Um, the next would be just doing an alternate day. So, again, stretching it out where it's, like, maybe Boxing Day is your day. Or mm -hmm. especially if there's travel or people aren't close. Yeah. So just like picking another day. And then our final would be, and to me, it's kind of a last choice, would be alternating the years. Right. So that would only, to me, would be a best option if you have specific family gatherings that are on the exact same day. Like right. you can't, you can't share. Um, then you would switch and say, okay, we'll like go off every other year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you have, like, I mean, keeping the kids in mind too mm -hmm. and what they want as well, right? I mm -hmm. mean, kids that are older and have, you know, more of a say mm -hmm. may want different things than what you had previously scheduled, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you're right. Especially older kids, like if they sometimes one partner stays, one spouse stays in the family home and someone else moves somewhere else. If those kids have always had Christmas morning in that home, yeah. they don't want to go somewhere else. Right. And that can be hurtful or hard for the other parent. But again, you can make Christmas Eve just as great exactly. or, you know, Christmas day night or a boxing day. Like my family, we do our big dinner on boxing day and we all look forward to that day. Yeah. So it can still be really special. There's mm -hmm. lots of different ways to make it special. And I've yet to meet a kid of any age who does not appreciate <laughs> double the Christmas meal yeah. and double the gifts as well. So yeah. there is that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think it takes more time this way, mm -hmm. but 
it, it just, it was, it can, like, I've done so many holiday schedules that everyone is perfectly happy with them because yeah. it really like satisfies what everyone's needs are. And I think another thing about doing the alternate years is again, people think they're being amicable. It's coming from a good place and they'll say, okay, you know, fine. We'll just split every other year. But sometimes also you got to back up and say like, who is it important to? Like mm -hmm. some people don't care about Christmas morning as yeah, much exactly. and they really want Christmas Eve or some people like their family. I've had several agreements where they don't have family that gets together and, yeah. and they know that, okay, it's super important to my spouse. They love to decorate. They have all this family stuff. Like, they can do that. I'll take Easter or mm -hmm. I'll do the Christmas parade and this other thing that's important to me, right? Like you split yeah. it up in Honestly, other ways. That's my situation to a T. Like okay. my, to my ex, like Christmas is not a big deal to him. Yeah. Most of his family's out of town. They don't always get together. Yeah. Um, so he's really flexible with me on Christmas, which is yeah. great because to me, Christmas is a pretty big deal. Right. But, you know, certain long weekends during the summer, he's, you know, got a family cottage and stuff. I'm way more lenient then. And giving him extra time because yep. it's all a wash and in, in the end I don't care about that Christmas is a big deal so right exactly yeah. then you're gonna give him a little bit more in other ways exactly so that's always I know sometimes people give up more than they kind of have to right it's yeah. not the other person doesn't really want it so yeah. that's why it makes more sense to just really have a discussion about it mm -hmm. and that's why it's also just so it's always important but like in these particular cases as well to have open communication and you know, just be willing to come from a, a good place because mm -hmm. it can really pay off in the times that matter. Yeah. Because I mean, so in your situation, if you had approached that in saying like, I'm taking Christmas, like no matter what, who cares? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. he might just be like, uh, no, like just yeah, because it's you. a fight. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, right? Yeah, exactly. We're splitting a 50, 50 or I have her all this Christmas you ever next. And yeah. yeah, I know exactly. So it really depends how you approach it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's important too. I just want to say as well, like if you are working with a lawyer, like in particular, who's helping you in your case, like, you know, they're going to suggest sometimes what would, what a court or a judge would mm -hmm. approve or like the maximum amount of time or how it would typically be scheduled. And I hear a lot this, like every other year alternating yeah. and definitely, you know, take your lawyer's advice, but really think about how it can be applied to your own life and what's yeah. going to make sense for both parties. Yeah. What makes sense. Yeah. Typical is like even years, you know, mom, odd years, it just goes even odd, even odd. Right. Yeah. And yeah, not always the best setup. So we really want to talk about ways that you can be a good ex during this time, during all holidays. Um, we've got some really good questions and I would call them even rants from okay, yeah, uh, Instagram right. stories. So I think we'll address those and, and with, you know, ways that we can, you know, cover the questions, but also how you can be a good ex to overcome the, yeah. <laughs> the rant portion. Yeah. Like a good rant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll start with this one. This person says, he one-ups me with gifts and acts like his family is more important. I want to yell, shut the up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, first of all, we've all wanted to yell that at some point. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, but that is not... Uh, you can yell it, just not at, not at yeah, them. Just yeah, privately. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out. Yeah, exactly. 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 So let's address this. I mean, the one upping with gifts, I know we can kind of laugh and maybe say, you know, is that, 
you know, how important is that? But I, I understand, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's, especially if it is your first experience and now your budget has changed, yeah. or, you know, you're working less and you just really can't afford and you want to make it this special thing for your kids. Cause you already mm -hmm. feel like the world is upside down. I like I feel that and I feel yeah. her like rage and, and pain in that, in that message. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think again, just trying to remember that, like, gifts are not everything and mm -hmm. the tradition is going to be a little bit different, but it doesn't have to be like your new tradition doesn't have to involve this like big, you know, unwrap of right. gifts, right? right. I mean, right. even going to look at Christmas lights, I did that with my mom growing up. Mm -hmm. We grabbed a hot chocolate and yeah. it was so much fun. Like I love that. You remember all that, right? Yeah. yeah. And I guess the one upping like that can for sure be frustrating. Ultimately, you probably don't have much say over what you know, your ex is mm -hmm. going to choose to buy or how much money they want to choose to spend. But that doesn't in your kids eyes, like yeah. it isn't necessarily one upping you. Right. Exactly. It's, yeah. And I know this might be really hard to even consider. And I don't know this ex, but it's mm -hmm. possible that they're just that's just the their way of mm -hmm. trying to be the best parent and make things as great for the kids. Maybe yep. that's just what they're capable of doing. So they're going balls to the wall with the yeah, kids, yeah. you know, they might yeah. not be doing it out of spite. That's just their thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think you're right. Some people, we don't have to, it bothers us, but we don't know the intention that it's coming from, right? So yeah, yeah it might really bother you, but they could have been, it wasn't a, meant to one up. They mm -hmm. really thought the kid would love it. Money wasn't an issue for them yeah. and they purchased it. Yeah, it actually could have come from a really great place. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all of the schedule changes with the eye roll emoji. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's where I think approaching it ahead of time, right? Like yeah. even, I don't know if you do your scheduling, some people schedule again after the summer. So you could do Christmas as early as September or, yeah. or just, yeah, beginning of December, whatever we typically would go through again, everything's canceled this year, but yeah. lay out, you know, what is there and then just kind of slot in and the work schedules are usually different, but mm -hmm. definitely I wouldn't recommend doing it, you know, just on the fly, right. Yeah. Lay it, get your calendar out and figure out what makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can follow it. And especially with, as you said, the way things are right now with COVID, maybe when you're making your plan, have a few plans. Like, okay, yeah, worst case scenario, point. our yeah. bubble is just immediate family. What are we going to do? What's that going to look like? Or if restrictions aren't as intense, you know, we've got option B as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, good idea. Have some backup plans. Uh, this person said, having lots of fun things you want to do for the holidays, but having to share time with her, meaning... Yeah. So again, I feel this, I hear you. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really challenging. I think it gets a little bit easier as time goes on. And you, mm -hmm. as we've said, you create those new traditions and it's, you know, you may not have as much time as you did before, but you're, you're doing different things now. It's different. And I wonder with that question, right, again, is this possibly a case of they've not had that bigger conversation where maybe they've done sort of a just carving up the month. Yeah. Right. Where can you have a bigger conversation where it's like, you know what, I always want to take them to the Santa Claus parade, but it's mm -hmm. your weekend. Like, can we accommodate that somehow? Can we switch exactly. weekends or can I bring them to you on the Sunday instead? Or so we mm -hmm. might be assuming that we just have to miss out, right. but right. Maybe we can get more creative and go back to the drawing board. And, and again, your motivation for that would not be like, I want the kids more, but Hey, 
I want the kids to be able to experience this. Yeah. So yeah. is there a way we can do this? Cause they're missing out on the parade. They're missing out on seeing my family or, or mm -hmm. whatever they want to do. And it doesn't have to be within those three days. It could be, sure. Hey, you know what? I would really love to have the kids help me decorate the house this yeah. year. Could I have an extra day or an extra half day or something like that? Could I pick yeah. them up from school and, you know, making memories at that point too. Yeah. Great. So let's talk about really supporting our former spouse, um, particular when, particularly when it comes to gifts, um, because, you know, I had when I was growing up and my parents were split. I know my mom always sent me with a gift um, to bring for my dad, which was huge, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. especially if you're going to like a I mean, I don't know if people are this year, but a big family gathering like you don't want to be the only one who hasn't brought something. Yeah. That's such an awkward position to be in. So I think we can really encourage people, no matter how you're feeling about your ex in the, in the current situation, you know, if you can't bring yourself to do it for them, like do it for, for the kids. Right. Yeah. That's a huge thing. And depend if your kids are young and if your ex is single, like no one, they're not going to have a gift like yeah. that, you know, so that is nice. And it's, yeah, yeah it's teaching your kids, right. Let's yeah. go find something for dad or let's go find something for mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, my ex and I have done that for each other and my kids get very excited about it and yeah. looking for that gift and what are we going to get. Now, when it comes to gifts, I know I've been in communication with my ex a little bit about what we plan to get for our daughter because mm -hmm. we don't want to overlap. I mean, small items, it doesn't really matter. But I mean, if we're going to get, we want to get our skis this year. So we're kind of talking about, you know, are we going to go halvesies or are we each going to get our own set? And yeah, just trying to be trying to openly communicate about what you're getting or if you know that your kid wants something but you've already got them everything that you plan mm -hmm. on getting them send a quick text or email hey i know they really yeah. want this this might be i don't know if you're max or we're still looking yeah there's a lot of ways right like if your kids are talking to both mom and dad then they're there's a big chance if you don't communicate, you're going to buy duplicate gifts, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think either if you're the early shopper, you've already bought things, you could send and say, here's what I got so mm -hmm. that they don't duplicate. Um, in my own situation, I'm the shopper. He was never the shopper when we were married. So I buy everything and mm -hmm. he pays me half for the gifts. And Perfect. I just let him know that, you know, this is what we bought. So can you be my ex-wife? <laughs> Yeah, it'd be nice if that was flipped around. Yeah. But, yeah, but again, in my if like in my case, it's just easier than trying to go back and forth, back and yeah. forth, back. Right? It's like yeah. I'll just buy these things, and you know, you can put your names on them. So, mm -hmm. yeah, certainly giving tips about I think, especially it's easier I think to buy for kids when they're younger, and usually have I don't know about you, but when my kids were younger more that you could buy right so yes. certainly if you're you're done and you know you have enough you could mm -hmm. give them your additional ideas absolutely yeah of yep. what they can get just to help them out and you're not only helping them in that situation but again going back to extending the olive branch just doing yeah. something nice that yep. shows hey I care about you and I care about your relationship with our kids and yep. I'm trying to support you in that way I think that goes a long way yeah because we're always looking for that common ground so there's another mm -hmm. sort of easy common ground like having a fun Christmas for our children, right? Yes. Like most people can agree on that, right? Yeah. So it's a good way. People have a little bit more goodwill during their Christmas holidays. So yeah. yeah, it's a good way to come together then.
And on that note, I mean, we go through a lot of questions, a lot of rants, but I would really like to share this beautiful story that uh, one of our followers sent to us. So her name is Janessa. She's given us permission to share this. She says, story time. We like to share the big holidays. So mom and dad and daughter all wear matching PJs and we alternate houses to wake up together every Christmas morning. For those of you who are rolling your eyes or thinking this could never happen, she does say, um, you know, I'm sure once we have partners that are live-in, it'll look a little bit different. But for right now, it works. Uh, My house is decorated nightmare before Christmas and his is the Grinch. I'm going to send you some pictures of an ornament that I had made for my ex. And they are, I'm going to post these to Instagram because they're so cute. There's two of them. There's one with a Grinch who's holding a mask. Um, and then there's another one that says 2020 stink, stink, stunk, which uh, I think is so perfect. funny. So, so yeah, good. again, just acknowledging that, you know, this, if you have something positive or something that's working, it may not always work as your oh. families blend and you have new partners in the mix, but just enjoying something while it does work and yeah. putting the kids first and just trying to make something you know, special. Yeah. And, and kids are first for sure. And when we make our decisions, but also thinking for yourself, right? Like, do you want to enjoy the holidays? Yeah. So, you know, choosing not to fight and choosing to let some things go and, and figure out how you can enjoy them moving forward. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So guys, however you decide to celebrate this year, please just keep in mind that new traditions doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be bad and things could potentially even be better. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Be sure to tune in next week and don't forget to follow us on social media. We've got links to all of that in the show notes, as well as to Jen's website where you can book a free consultation call. Thank you again. Thank you.